0: I would love it if you could talk a little bit. That would be great.
1: Four score and seven years ago, ooh, our, our fathers brought forth brought forth on, on this continent, continent a, new nation, a, new nation, a new nation, conceived in liberty, conceived in liberty,
0: and dedicated to the proposition,
1: and dedicated to the proposition that, that all, all men are created, created equal. equal. I know that part. <laughs> okay,
0: okay. I feel like that was like part of some song that I had to do, which is the only reason I know it, even though my family, I know exactly my family's from Gettysburg and they're like, that was like a whole thing, but yeah, yeah, but I think it was more, I think it was the song, the reason I know it.
1: What's the song?
0: I don't know. It was some, you know, it was some like patriotic chorus. Hey, I'm Liza.
1: And I'm Mike. We're a married couple with too many DVDs. 1,321 to be exact. Look, physical media is great. But we definitely don't need 1,321 DVDs.
0: No, we don't. So we started this podcast where every other week we choose two movies to watch and discuss.
1: And when we're done, we can only keep one. This This is is DVD DVD Deathmatch. Deathmatch.
0: Hello.
1: Hello. 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 DVD Deathmatch. Hello. We're back. We're back. We actually are recording an episode.
0: When we said we would record it. Yeah. And with any luck, it'll release when we said right. we're going to release it.
1: Exactly. Wild. I mean,
0: wow. It really is a magical time. You know what, what I time. mean? It's
1: a Christmas miracle. It's a Christmas a miracle. <laughs> um, hi, how are you? I'm all right. Great. How are you? I'm okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. We had a nice weekend. We did. It was nice. We put up. The Christmas tree and decorated and then we uh went into the city for like a very silly thing oh boy <laughs> gonna, like a little show a little children's theater that was fun mm-hmm. and then uh took the kids to Olive Garden we did always a huge hit yeah like they fucking love it. They I love it. it. We always sure. have a great time at the Olive Garden. When love, you're here, that.
0: love the sodium intake.
1: Yeah. When you're here, you're enjoying a meal.
0: <laughs> um, when you're here, you're overdosing on sodium.
1: Yeah, you really are. So that was a nice it was a nice weekend. We did like did a little just low-key, did it some was. things. It was and nice. we
0: really got in the spirit. I you know, our house is decked. Our halls, they are decked, bro. Bro. They are so decked. Bro. Oh my god, Bro.
1: You're so dead. Do you dead. even deck halls, bro? Bro, do you even deck? Um, what else is going on?
0: Um, nothing. Although I did I, I did have the moment that happens every single year where you're kind of like going through your plans, mm-hmm. right? And you suddenly realize that it's like so few days until
1: Christmas. Yeah, I like I don't have any shopping done. Like nothing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm very very much behind. typically I'm like on top of it, but but yeah, and and you know, so that's always fun having that moment every year of just like, oh no, panic. Adam, no. But but I'm here for it. I love it. I'm ready for it. I like. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas.
1: Sure. I'm
0: great. I'm down. I'm down. I want
1: that for you. Yeah. Should I well, take this thing away from Doofus here?
0: You can't really hear him. Okay, great. As then of I'm right not now, to worry about so we'll let him. We'll let him have it for the mo. Oh, we will let him have it. We'll let him have it. Um, great. Should we just like? Fucking jump into
1: this? Yeah, I don't really have any topics at the top. We haven't, I haven't been watching anything. We started rewatching Lost, which already feels like a huge Ugh. mistake.
0: Yeah, truly, <laughs> I'm already fucking annoyed.
1: We're on episode four, and it's like, oh yeah, that's right. I hate all these people.
0: Right, this is the worst <laughs> thing ever.
1: <laughs> but episode four is like where the it gets its hooks in you because of the whole lock Lock thing thing and the reveal. of Sure. I'm like, and starting to remember all that shit, but it is, it's it's so frustrating. It's also funny to watch that show and just like, remember a time when a show like that still had to make 24 episodes for the first season, (laughs) like insane amount of content for like what that show is. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If it was made now, it would be yellow jackets. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Anywho, let's get started, shall we?
1: Yeah, it's our first Christmas
0: holiday episode, exactly. baby. Holiday times. Holiday times. And
1: so <laughs> I'm waiting.
0: <laughs> well, you, you have to stop talking if you're waiting for yeah, me you to have say. To something. Stop talking. No, I have to start talking. Wait, I well, do, I'm waiting. I had to do the bit, you see. The bit. I'm it's a, do it's the a bit. It's like a little bit that we do where do I say, you know what we did this week? What do we do? We
1: watched two movies. Two movies. Two
0: movies. This week we watched Last Holiday from 2006 and Boogie Nights from
1: 1997.
0: Heard of it? Yes. We're going to kick it off with Last Holiday, though, from 2006, directed by Wayne Wang. And our IMDb summary is, upon learning of a terminal illness, a shy woman decides to sell all her possessions and live it up at a posh Central European hotel.
1: She really does. That's a lovely little summary. That's lovely. And yeah. like Yeah. It does. Let's first. 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 What? It's Queen Latifah. Queen Latifa. Hello Cool Jay. Mhm. So that's your that's your pair. But first, is this a Christmas movie? Cuz we were it started and mm-hmm. it was on the list that I made. Mhm years ago now Mm -hmm. of like oh here's all the movies in our DVD collection Mm -hmm. that are adjacent to Christmas in some way yeah and then the movie started Mm -hmm. and I was like is this my Christmas at all? I can't remember. It is because it, it
0: takes place. It start the movie starts like a few days before Christmas, maybe. Right. And goes through her time at the posh Central European hotel, is spent in the kind of week between Christmas and New Year's Eve. Yes,
1: that's so
0: true. there are wreaths on the church doors. There are Christmas decorations on people's houses. Yeah. She gets on a plane on Christmas Day. I think.
1: Yeah. Christmas I mean, evening? I would say that, like, it's definitely Christmas adjacent. It's definitely, there's Christmas happening. Yeah. The word holiday is in the title. Right. But it does not feel that, it like, it doesn't feel like Christmas is a big part of the story at all.
0: Not necessarily. But it Which does, is fine. But it does feel very Christmassy. Yeah. Because she goes to this hotel in the mountains where it's just like snowy magic right and 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 my 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 review of this film my very succinct review of this film is that it is the best hallmark movie you've ever seen
1: yeah that's a good way to put it i've never seen a hallmark movie i don't think i've never sat down and watched one of those
0: yeah i've never really sat down and watched a hallmark movie but i've seen like Hallmark movie adjacent things. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? Like, the yeah, like yeah. kind of like Netflix started to get in there. Yeah. And try and do, and I've watched a couple of those. Um, and I know what the genre is. There's a lot of like parodies on TikTok. Yeah, and like, of course. You I know. get it at this point.
1: Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like I jumped ahead. So this is Last Holiday. Yes. This, why, uses your favorite of yours.
0: It is in a terms favorite of, why of we mine. Own it. it is. It's just one of those ones where, I mean, I watch it every holiday season. Um, it just, like I said, I feel like the way it's shot and everything, it just feels very, like, warm and cozy. It's a mm-hmm. cozy movie to mm-hmm. me with the snow and the the beautiful, luxurious hotel that I'm going to jump ahead for just a second. But the moment where she, like, goes into the hotel is very much Home Alone to Lost in New York, but, like, an adult. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, you mean the Donald Trump film? Oh, Ooh, uh,
0: my yeah, um, <laughs> my favorite
1: actor. Yeah, personally.
0: well, but but this one, no Donald Trump. So like, None, really, you don't have that.
1: We love to see you it. You don't have that. That's um, great. We love that.
0: So yeah, it's just very like cozy, and it's just very sweet. And I love Queen Latifah, especially in these roles, these like romantic comedy roles. We mentioned Just Right last right, week, and it's I was like
1: getting it confused with Just Right,
0: right? And I just like I love her. I love her in these like rom-com roles. I think she's lovely. Um, and, and slightly unexpected because you know, of, of who she is and what she looks like. And mm-hmm. I fucking eat it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I really, I really like it. I like <laughs> it. Um, and I was shocked that I had never forced you to watch forced it. Forced
1: me to watch it last well,
0: So did- I'm, I'm excited to hear what you thought of it.
1: What I thought of Last Holiday. Yes. Okay. Well, first let's just, let's just start with like a quick rundown of okay. what happens All in right. the movie. So, right. Queen Latifah, she plays this woman. She is uh, she works at a department store. Yeah. And she's in Louisiana, right? Yes, New Orleans or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, she works at a department store. Very shy. Jane, she's friends with Jane Adams from Little Children, yeah. Who is uh, who plays her like sassy friend, yeah. Which is it's nice to see Jane Adams, little role reversal in having a nice time, <laughs> yeah. Especially when last we saw yeah. her, last we saw her, she was having the worst, the worst time, time. I've ever seen on film,
0: yeah.
1: Um, so uh, she, Queen Latifah, I want to say her name's Bridget or something. What is her name? Ooh, Georgina. Or Georgia, Georgia. 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 Okay. It's Georgia. And she lives in Louisiana. Yeah.
0: All right. Great. Well, but yeah. Oh, i It's coming. The explanation is coming.
1: Okay. Great. Um. So she, uh, has her like little life. You know. She's
0: very like quiet, reserved. She doesn't take chances. She has. She loves to cook. That's she does demonstrations at the store, Um, and she loves emerald. Remember emerald, you guys? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she loves to cook and experiment with food, but she doesn't ever eat that food. She only eats lean cuisine. She doesn't take any chances. She has a crush on this guy at the store, LL Cool Cool J, J. Um, and his name is Sean in the movie. Uh, And yeah, she's just like very quiet and reserved, um, and has her little life.
1: life. Yeah, and then she smacks. Her head on something during her like talking to Sean one day. Yeah, and goes to like the clinic that's in the store.
0: Yeah, it's like the so so her <laughs> Which- boss is a is a jerk with a cell phone. Um, and because 2006, and um, you know, it's very much like uh, you know, they don't want to get in trouble, so she goes to the do- the in-house doctor. Right,
1: right. But let's the clinic that's in the store that has an MRI <laughs> machine. Okay. I mean. Hallmark movie, baby. Weird, Anything's possible. Weird, weird, healthcare stuff happening. There. Sure, but yeah. The, they I got mean, the, yes. They got the MRI. Mach- I, I'm not hung up on it. I just found it fascinating. <laughs> they they got the MRI machine on the cheap, which they establish. Yeah. Important later. Yeah. Detail. Which you can guess why. Yeah. She gets an MRI. MRI. She gets an MRI. She gets an MRI. And it shows, oh no, you have like terminal brain disease.
0: You have three weeks to live. Right, you have
1: three weeks to live. Yeah. Which, like, I'm sure that happens. It's very specific. Sounds tragic.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm sure it happens to yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Three weeks is crazy. <laughs> like, no symptoms, but you're going to be dead in three weeks. I mean, it's wild. Yeah. And this is not me poking holes. I'm just like, I'm loving it, <sighs> I'm having a great time. <laughs> That's not a whole poke. Okay. Okay. Um, Because it's a movie. It's like, you know, whatever. So then she's like, you know what? I'm living it up. She goes to this hotel. She
0: liquidates all of her assets. She goes to this insane hotel in the middle of the mountains in Czech Republic. Right. Um again,
1: specific. Yes. <laughs> um
0: and she like gets all the spa treatments and stays in the presidential suite and right. like basically the just Yeah. And, and basically just goes in and charms the shit out of everyone.
1: Right.
0: Um, and, and, they, and has people buzzing, like, who is she? Who right, is she? But they all she? assume,
1: because all these like power players are there, including her senator... Yes. ...and the guy who owns the store chain that she works for. Yeah. They're both at this hotel at that yeah. time. And they are all buzzing about who she is. Yeah. She must be she so important. She must be so important. Yeah. And then, you know, she. it's a series of like... Well,
0: and she charms the head chef at the hotel, yeah. played by Gérard Depardieu.
1: Or as uh, Olivia Coleman says in the HBO Max series Landscape. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Gérard <laughs> Depardieu? Gérard Depardieu. Depadu. Anyway. A lot of, anyway. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and then it's like, here's where, and Okay. So let's go back to the beginning and say, uh-huh. hey, Mike, what did you think of the movie?
0: Hey, Mike, what did you think of the movie?
1: I had a nice time. I liked it <laughs> fine. I liked it. I did. I liked it. It is... I would say this movie is pretty impossible not to enjoy.
0: Right. It's so fucking charming. It's
1: very pleasant. Yeah. It's very... Like, if you, if you have... If you don't like watching Queen Latifah in this, like... Uh, lose my number. I don't want to talk to you because she is charming and delightful and wonderful yes. and like just great, like great, like very. You know what she is in this movie? She's very vulnerable. Yeah, which I really like.
0: Really vulnerable and like has like really cute, really cute, goofy stuff that yeah. she does. That's like slapsticky kind of, right. which I love.
1: I had a pleasant time. Cozy is the right word.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Nice movie pleasant yes i'm also watching the white lotus right now Uh which is about people going to fancy hotel in italy the second season is about italy the first season was in hawaii i think yeah and um they're all the worst people you've ever met Uh having an awful time Uh and uh being cruel to each other Mm -hmm. that's what the show is about okay and this is the opposite of that
0: it's refreshing and
1: so it's like. Interesting because I like both of them. Yeah. But I liked this one a lot. Um, but I will say that once she got to the hotel, uh-huh. and then, like, this is why I stopped summarizing the plot. Uh-huh. Because to me, the plot just kind of, like, stopped happening. <laughs> and then it was just, like, like, I literally wrote down, I was like, this is like the White Lotus if, like, everyone was nice and there was never any conflict.
0: Well, yeah, I'm, exactly. And once she gets to the hotel, it's a lot of, like, um, shopping Porn and food porn. Oh my god! There's so much food porn in this movie. And apparently, uh, they had like a bunch of Food Network stars like cooking the actual food for oh, this yeah. movie. So it was all kind of like real from bloody right. fingers. But like you know, because there's lots of scenes of her. Again, she befriends this head chef, right. and he's just
1: immediately charmed by her. But here's the thing: he's immediately charmed by her. But you get it, right? Because it's like yeah, if Queen Latifah walked in here. And like looked like that, and was like smiling and having a good time. I'd be like, I want to know who that is. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. And it's just so so lovely. And it has something that you talk about a lot that I feel like contributed to your pleasant experience with this movie.
1: Location. Location. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That it was. It felt no. It was like there was definitely
0: some CGI because we had some action stuff happening. Yeah, but like it was shot shot at the hotel.
1: Shot, yeah, shot in exactly in a cool place. Yeah. And like, I feel like that's the thing with those Hallmark movies and with like everything now. Like, yeah. every the Hallmark is a Hallmarkization <laughs> of fucking entire all of cinema now, where it's like, oh yeah, we can like.
0: And another thing. And another
1: thing. <laughs> all that in and Andy Rooney tonight. But it's like, uh, you know, with those Hallmark movies, they like. I, no, the Hallmark movies probably are more whatever. They're like, right. oh, it's like it's like, oh, uh, we're going to Paris, and it's like clearly they're in Winnipeg or whatever, right? And they're just uh, you know, there's like a I don't know, you get it, you understand, I, I get it. But then it's it's. You're like, oh yeah, Hallmark, yeah, they're cheap, whatever. But then you look at like it's like, yeah, that's what Disney does with fucking Marvel and Star Wars too. Yeah, It's like, oh yeah, we're on a soundstage like in Atlanta. Yeah, and exactly. That's the whole movie, so yeah. don't worry about it. Yeah, that's what they say. They say, don't worry about don't it. Don't worry about and it. I'm like, I'm worried. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, hey, like, don't worry about don't it. Don't worry about it. Um, it was a Christmas Day flight.
0: It was a Christmas Day flight. He's so,
1: oh, oh god, I wrote down she's on the flight on Christmas Day, and there's uh. Uh, there's the the guy in front of her is trying to lean his seat back, but yeah. like she her is hitting her in the knees and yeah. stuff, and and the way that that guy says to the the flight attendant, he says this person behind me. I
0: was like, damn,
1: person as a slur, like like it's the way he, weird. Hit the, he uh, person with a hard R, if you know what I mean. Oh my
0: god. Um. So fun fact. Uh, There was an interesting title at the beginning of the movie that said it was based on the screenplay.
1: Yes, this is fun.
0: Yeah. So it was originally written, this script was originally written for John Candy, who's going to play George Bird.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: But then he died. Right. (laughs) So then the script was just held on to for a while. Yeah. And then was rewritten for Queen Latifah to play Georgia Bird. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that's, that's why it's based on a screenplay, which that's interesting. is like a weird. It obviously,
1: would have been a very different movie. Yeah. Right. Um, also, isn't it based? Uh, isn't it based on like a movie from the forties? Potentially, I don't know. Hold. <laughs> Hold. Hold. Okay, according to Wikipedia, the film is loosely based on the 1950 British film of the same name, oh. which stars Alec Guinness, Obi Wan Kenobi himself. There you go. So. There you go. That's interesting, too. It is interesting. They were going to remake this with John Candy. Yeah. And then it was like, no.
0: And then he was like, peace out, deuces. <laughs> I don't know if
1: he said peace out, deuces. I think Come he on. did.
0: I think he did. Um, Threw up the peace sign.
1: And they were like, who's, who's our generation's John Candy? <laughs> Queen, Queen Latifah. Latifah. I love it.
0: Well, but like, how fun is that, too? Because it's like, like what? A, what a happy... Accident. I mean, unfortunate that John Cady died. Of obviously, course. yeah, no, but not, um, like, not like
1: happy. But no, like,
0: but like that. You know, that e- e-
1: this nice movie came out of it,
0: right? And this nice movie where it's like, yeah, we could have had a remake with another white guy, or we have a, a remake where you're swapping genders and races, and it yes. change it changes the feel oh, of the movie fully. Yeah.
1: Oh, of course, it would it's have been great. a fully different movie. Yeah, it would probably would have been a great movie, but like sure. fully di- <laughs> 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 But fully different. Yes. Um. I had a nice time. I mean, like it's 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 good.
0: It's pleasant. It's, it's good. Well, it's
1: like there's there's conflict in it. In that, like, I guess Timothy Hutton, who plays the millionaire kind of owner of the store, mm-hmm. who's also on vacation at this specific hotel. Look, it's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, he's like a jerk, and he doesn't like that this woman is. Is you know kind of charming Giancarlo Esposito who plays the senator and like <laughs> all these th- like it's and uh, Alicia Witt. Yeah, oh, I had such a fucking crush on Alicia Witt when I was really, young. yeah, okay, yeah. Oh my god, um, it's
0: weird. It Doesn't seem like uh, your type.
1: <laughs> what's my type?
0: Me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so there's like conflict there with like. Uh, Timothy Hutton trying to out her as like not an important person and yeah you know what I mean and then LL Cool J is also like it's weird it's weird that it's like a romantic comedy where LL Cool J is the other love interest and he's just not there for most of the movie yeah because it's
0: not it's not necessarily about him yeah I guess it's that's true her.
1: I guess that's true I guess that's interesting about it. Is it's not yeah. really like and he's part of it he's part of her kind of like possibilities book
0: yeah well he's part of her you know changing her ways and and grabbing life by the balls and all that shit but like it's not just about i'm gonna i'm gonna ask this guy i've had a crush on out for a date like it's not that's not her purpose
1: you know what you convince me
0: even in the end it's not her purpose
1: you know what great point
0: even though they they spoiler alert end up together what like, what
1: um, what else? Let's see. You have three weeks to live. Oh, the line, the part where she's like kind of reevaluating her life right uh-huh. after she learns that she only has three weeks to live.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And she's like, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. Uh-huh. And she's says, like, I should have ate that. I should have ate that. <laughs> and she's like kind of like tearing up a little bit. And yeah. just like about how she's wasted her life. Uh-huh. And she says, I should have ate that. <laughs> it really got me. <laughs> It was really good. It was really good. Um, Gerard Depardieu tells her that butter is the secret of life. The secret of life is butter, baby. She or she tells him. I can't remember.
0: No, he tells her.
1: Okay, uh, it's all building up. You know it. I know it. To a great emerald cameo at the end. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's there. He
1: appears for I don't know seven frames in the movie. Or I know, and, then...
0: and there's something that happens. That made me laugh so hard because it's like, he, it's like someone told him, it's like, okay, you walk up, you give her a handshake, you say happy to be here, and then you walk into the restaurant. And something happens where, like, either Queen Latifah or LL Cool J tries to, like, improv a little bit, make the scene feel a little bit more real. Yeah. And he just repeats the line and keeps walking, even yeah, yeah, though the yeah. line doesn't make sense. And it's just so funny because it's so clear that, like, he was told, this is what you say, right. and then you move on. And then <laughs> <And your laughs> cameo like over, yeah. So, so
1: funny. This is very funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the DVD's fine. Yeah, it looks fine. It looks fine. Uh, It has... The you wouldn't steal a car ad, the it classic. Really does. You wouldn't steal a car ad at the beginning. You wouldn't steal a mobile phone. Yeah. You don't know me. <laughs> uh, so always funny. That's good. Yeah.
0: Great. I, I had it. a
1: nice time. It's hard to feel much of much like like it's like I definitely don't, didn't dislike it. <laughs> All right, you, you're like you just
0: say you liked it. It's okay. <laughs> you just say you had a nice
1: time, and I liked it. I had a nice time and I liked it. Great. I love that. (laughs) Is it available? You can watch it on Prime right now and I recommend that you do. I
0: recommend you do. It's a lovely little cozy holiday film.
1: Very cozy. Wonderful.
0: Question for you. Yeah. What's the connection?
1: The connection between last holiday and boogie nights.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, this is a simple one.
0: I was gonna say there's so many people in Boogie Nights it feels like it should be real
1: easy. Queen Latifah Is in the movie The Bone Collector from 1998. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Not a pornograph, but just a... (laughs) Literally, it was the title of a mystery thriller.
0: Literally, no one was thinking, oh, it's a porn name.
1: The Bone Collector? Yeah. No. Collecting bones?
0: No. All
1: right. Can we do this again? (laughs) No. Okay.
0: And we're leaving that for everyone to hear how depraved you are.
1: Oh, come on. (laughs) Uh... Everyone was thinking it. <laughs> okay. All right. Queen Latifah is in The Bone Collector with Denzel Washington and Angelina Jolie. And Luis Guzman. Who yes. is in Boogie Nights. Our next movie. Boogie Nights from 1997. Directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. PTA. Is this our first Paul Thomas Anderson? I think it is. I think it might be. I think it is. Um, IMDb summary. Back when sex was safe. <laughs> Pleasure was a business, and business was booming. Oh, this sucks. <laughs> an idealistic porn producer aspires to elevate his craft to an art when he discovers a hot young talent. What? No. Uh, no. No. That's no. not a good... No. Because that, it's not about the producer. It's like he's... A, anyway, it's fine. Yeah. That's it's not about
0: the, the, the hot young talent.
1: Right. If anything. Yeah. But really, it's about family. Am I right? <laughs> Chosen family. Chosen family. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. You guys Bo- fucking know Bo- Boogie, Nights. Boogie Nights. This is like fun if-
0: fact right off the top. The writer of of that song, Boogie Nights, is like reeled about Christian and was like, "No, you can't have my song for your porn movie." Oh, interesting. That's why it's not in there.
1: That's interesting. Yeah, he didn't change the title though.
0: Nope. <laughs> and in fact, another fun fact is that he didn't change the title, and he also put the like the title in the first shot. So that the studio couldn't change the title.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Because there was
0: like a whole thing with like them wanting to change it or something. Yeah, I can't remember what. But right. like, it's like a he,
1: practical thing. It's like a. Yeah,
0: he like purposefully put it at the start of the movie to be like, you can't change it.
1: That's good. Yeah. Um, so it's Boogie Nights. It's Boogie Nights. I'll, I'm going to be honest, when, the, when this came up and when it was like, oh, we have to watch Boogie Nights for the mm. podcast, I was like, I was like, I didn't want to do it because. Not because I don't love the movie. I do love the movie. I yeah, think it's like
0: one of the best movies.
1: One of the best movies. Like, yeah, I'm gonna say kind of perfect. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, I don't feel equipped to like talk about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it feels sure, like, it feels like sure. a tower. Like, not that Last Holiday doesn't have its own craft to it. Well, no, but, but like, like when you say something's
0: me, the perfect movie, it's like yeah, there's a lot of pressure there to well, like. It just
1: feels to me like a like. A, not only just like a towering achievement of American cinema, which I think I said last year, last year, last year, <laughs> last year, last week,
0: last week, did. but I
1: think also just like formative for p anyone who was like, what were we fucking 14, 15 when this movie came out? Like, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. it, it was like, Oh, this is the movie of like our teen years of just, this is like the, the best movie that came out. That year, for sure, and that you know what I mean. Anyway, you get it. Yeah, it just felt like,
0: well, just like very formative. But funnily, I'm
1: intimidated to even speak of it. Yeah, well, absurd and not true.
0: Yeah, and my my first kind of like story about seeing Boogie Nights, I truly don't remember when I saw it first, because what happened was I had a friend sleeping over. Mm -hmm. My mom had rented Boogie Nights. And I said, oh, can you leave that downstairs? My friend and I are going to watch it after you go to bed. And she was like, sure, yeah, that's cool. And just for a little groundwork, like, my parents were not, like, strict about films. Like, it wasn't like, oh, you can't go see that or you can't see violent things or, you know, like they weren't, there was nothing that there was never a time when I was like, I'm going to go see this movie. And they were like, no. Right. Um, So mom was like, yeah, sure. I'll leave it. I'll leave it out for you. And I was like, great. And mom went to bed and we went downstairs to watch it and it wasn't there. And I was like, that's weird. And the next morning my mom was like, yeah, I can't, I can't, (laughs) I think she was partially like, I can't be responsible for showing, your friend, friend yeah, this exactly. movie. Yeah. I think that was part of it. But it was also that. like it was also like, I can't you can't watch yeah, this. I get that. And so for a long time I was like, what happens in Boogie Nights? You know what right. I mean? So then I don't think I actually saw it for the first time until like I was in my twenties or something.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, probably with you. Probably. Um. But yeah, that's always it's always very funny to think about that because it truly like like my parents did not police what I watched at all. Yeah. And this is like the one time my mom was like, you can't, there's a huge dick in it, so you yeah. can't see it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. My parents didn't police what I watched at all, except for I remember the movie that they were like, no, you can't watch this. And mm-hmm. you can't be around when we're watching it. Mm-hmm. And it was this movie, it's like this, like, directed by Roman Polanski starring Scorning Weaver and Ben Kingsley, and it's like uh, like a weird kidnapping, torture thing. Oh. But I just remember it being like Oh, they're like forcing me out of the room, like when they're going to watch this movie, and it's like a weird. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Um. So if so, people know Boogie Nights. It's like I a, hope so. Although real, I have the
0: thought that it feels like one of like it feels like such a big movie to us, but like have a lot of people seen it?
1: Yeah, I think I. I think if you care about movies at all, you've seen Boogie Nights. Okay, you know what I mean. I think I. I'm sure, like, there's people who have not seen it.
0: I was like, don't name names. You'll <laughs> get in trouble.
1: No, I don't I don't have any names in mind, actually.
0: I'm sure this lame person hasn't seen it. No, that's it. not what I
1: meant. I just uh-huh. meant... But, like, it, because it was... It's such a huge thing. And it's also, like, so fucking entertaining. It truly like, is. Like, it's not... It's, like, a huge monumental movie, and it's, like, important, and it's... Yeah. It's really well-made and all this stuff. But it's also so fucking entertaining. There's so much... I mean, there's it's like about porn, so there's that. Like right. people are like interested for for the salacious aspect of it, and it's right. like that's
0: and it totally works. It totally plays. It's so well done. All right. of the kind of like porn stuff in this way where it's not it's not shying away from it, but it's also not necessarily like like you're not personally. I don't watch this movie and go like, oh yeah, I'm turned on.
1: Right, I agree. You and know like, what I mean? As a,
0: and for and that's for a lot of reasons, right. but
1: like. But it's like one of those movies that we, where you're watching it as a teenager or like you know in your 20s or whatever or your early 20s and you're like oh I'm going to see this like porn movie right And then it like fools you with into a hard pee It's kind of like the what Magic Mike does in a way yeah too yeah. which is like oh it's like thinks you think it's a movie about one thing and then it's a movie about these like characters and this I mean it's really Magic Mike in that it's like this rise and fall story yeah of a hot young kind of newcomer mhm and But it kind of fools you into thinking that it's gonna be this. I mean, and you know, they're both like Magic Mike actually does like have these amazing dance sequences in it and stuff. (laughs) Uh, But this one isn't like, oh, I am gonna see like a lot of boobs and stuff. Although you do see,
0: you do see boobs. No, so I I think it's it's hard to like talk about the plot of this movie. It takes place in the seventies, which means it has a killer soundtrack, Um, and it's like.
1: We meet Marky Mark. Yeah, we meet Eddie. Eddie <laughs> Adams is that his name? Yeah, it's Eddie.
0: Eddie yeah, something.
1: and he's he's like a busboy at a place in the valley, and he uh, like while he's there, he's showing off his dick to people for five and ten dollars at a pop. Right. He's recruited by this famous porn director named Jack Horner, played by Burt Reynolds. Burt
0: Reynolds. Right,
1: and Burt Reynolds. I like. I feel like when Burt Reynolds was cast in this, it uh-huh. was like John Travolta being cast in Pulp Fiction or something. It was like, oh, Burt Reynolds is back. Yeah. For me, I didn't know Burt Reynolds from anything else. Me like, we're like, of a generation where, like, I'm, I don't know what Smokey and the Fucking Bandit is. Right. Like, I, but
0: I had the I mean? thought while we were watching it, I was like, oh, I feel like, I bet that's why. Because, love my mother, she's not exactly a cinephile. She watches a lot of movies, but I wouldn't say she's like, like, I was like, what possessed my mom to watch Boogie Nights, kind yeah. of? Um, and I was like, I bet it was partially Burt Reynolds.
1: Oh, probably, yeah. Like, yeah. she was like,
0: oh, Burt Reynolds is in this? I'm going to watch it. And part yeah. of it was probably, like, word of mouth. Like, I'm not, you know, my yeah. mom watches and likes movies. But like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like, it was kind of like, huh, I wonder what made her watch this. And I feel like that must have been part of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he, w- it was a big deal that he was in this movie, in this, like, good movie. Yeah. Kind of. So Jack Horner recruits Eddie... It's very much like, oh, now you're in this world. It's like a that classic kind of like Wizard of Oz thing almost of yeah. like crossing over into this whole new world where you know, yesterday you were just this bus boy with this awful relationship with your parents and like who were making you feel like you couldn't do anything. Ugh. And now you're like this huge star all of right. sudden like he he a sudden. Right, like he just is a superstar. Dick yeah. Because he has a massive dick and he's like And he's good at fucking. Right, exactly. And so, and then when he's in that world, he's meeting all these, like, you're, so there's like a, you know, there's, I think a huge influence and I'll just say that like, I watched this movie when I was a teenager and then when I was obsessed with watching like DVD commentaries and like learning everything you could about a movie, Uh which I, you know, like, which was such a formative moment kind of. Yeah. Um, I watched the commentary for this like a million times too, and I it actually was like I was like, oh, I should watch this with the commentary again. That would be fun. Oh, god! I haven't watched a movie with like the director's commentary in I don't know how long. Yeah, but um, but uh, he gets you know, it's like the movie is so influenced by like Scorsese, especially like you see it all over. There's Raging Bull, and there's there's like. Goodfellas, like, all the tracking shots, obviously, but then all this other... Anyway, whatever. But it's also super influenced by Robert Altman, which is where you get with, like, the just amount of characters. Yeah. You know what I mean? And how they all cross over, and they're all, like, what... You know, it's not as kind of loose as a Robert Altman movie. It's actually really tight, but it's, yeah. like, like, you're just learning about all these characters.
0: I love it so, yeah. so much. Because... Every single character is fully fledged, like, its own thing, yeah. which is, like,
1: right. it's hard to do. Right. So, <laughs> so, so it's, you got, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you got John C. Riley, oh who God. is, like, the goofy friend. Oh, my You've God. You've got Don Cheadle, who's, like, a porn f- performer who has a dream of selling stereo equipment and, like, <laughs> and has his own kind of, like, trying to find his thing because he's doing this cowboy thing and then... And you've got Burt Reynolds, and you've got Julianne Moore in this amazing performance as Amber Waves, who's like dealing with uh, having a custody custody battle over her son. You've got um, Heather Graham, who's incredible as
0: a roller girl girl. who's on roller skates
1: and who's like has her own like she dropped out of school and she's you know like and you've just got and then like Louise Guzman and like just all these like amazing. William H Macy is like oh little this guy little Bill who's like a I guess he's a he does lighting or he's a producer or something. I think he's like AD. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, he's the AD, and he's um and he's dealing with like his wife cheating on him and stuff, but like kind of openly cheating on him.
0: Yeah, and kind of definitely openly right, cheating exactly. on him.
1: exactly. <laughs> and that's you said he's the AD. That that also makes me think like this is I mean we talk about this all the time, but this is like so much a movie about making movies. Yes. Which That's is so the cool. Scene,
0: the scene where he is on a set for the first time Yeah, is so great. Right. It's so great. Because, again, and it's this thing that we're talking about where it's like you go into the scene and you're like, oh, shit, I'm going to see a porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like you, and it starts and it's just so technical and so – like behind the scenes of how stuff is shot. Cause there's also like a big, uh, not a big, but like, there's also a plot point where this producer, um, We transition into the 80s during this film. And that's
1: a big mark. Yeah.
0: And this producer's like, I will never not shoot on film. I'm not going digital. I'm not doing it. Right. So there's like all this behind the scenes of like him crafting porn on film.
1: Right. Which is like. And caring about story. And it's, it's. Yeah. It's told. It's like told with enough reverence for film and then also enough knowledge that this is absurd. Yeah. That like what they're doing is absurd. These. Movies are terrible and like comical, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's the movie's also really funny, yeah. But it, it's like, I like it's so, it's like, yeah, these people care about what they're doing, yeah, even if what they're doing is stupid, right? And that's like, that's everybody, right? That's like beautiful, you it's know what beautiful, I mean? it's, it's absolutely, and, him beautiful. Say, and like Philip Baker Hall comes in, uh-huh. who's like, fucking, Philip Baker Hall, come forget on, forget it. I mean, Philip Baker Hall. Comes in. there <laughs> you're sold but he comes in and he's like hey jack we can make a lot of money you know it's all going to tape yeah let's do tape and that scene where jack is like I'll no like i'm yeah. not like i'm emotional like talking about it like i feel like i'm gonna cry he's like, he's like no i'll never make a movie on videotape right because like it's not real and i'm not i'm a filmmaker yeah and like i care about this yeah and like you know, then they transition into the 80s and shit goes awry, and pe- too many people are doing drugs, and they're just fucking cranking out videos. Yeah. And they, you know what I mean? He doesn't care anymore. Yeah. And it's like, wow. So beautiful. It is. It is it's like, guys, so-
0: he's actually tearing up. <laughs> Shut the fuck
1: up. <laughs> um, I also, like, okay, we're, I,
0: we gotta just, like, like that. This was my fear with doing this film. Right. Was not like watching it. Was not like how do I talk about it. But literally, how do I shut up about it? Because right. like, because it's it's one of those films that like truly makes my brain go in all of the directions. Exactly. Um, There's
1: so much in it. Like
0: we've talked f- about this film for twenty-ish minutes at this point, and we have not even brought up the fact that fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman is in it, which is just like holy shit. Um, the performances in this film. Are a fucking masterclass. Like, truly. Even Marky Mark, like, I was watching it and I was just like, remember we talk about that thing where, like, he, he he gave an interview after The Departed or something, and someone mentioned how funny his performance was. And he – and I don't know if this was a joke or – and this is all, like, secondhand me telling the story, so it's great. But, like, basically, like someone mentioned how funny his performance in The Departed was, and his response was kind of like, I was taking it really seriously. I wasn't trying to be funny. Yeah. Um, so, and not that it means that he's not a good actor, but it's just like, that's a different, that's a different thing. Someone who kind of stumbles into, uh, being really funny or, or putting in a performance that you're like, holy shit is a different thing. Right. And watching this, I was like, fuck me. Is he a good actor? And I don't mean that meaning he's never been a good actor before. I mean
1: that like, does he know what he's doing? Right. I think, (laughs) I think he can be a fine actor. Like it, it's like. But also, he is perfectly cast.
0: He's perfectly like, cast. He's so he's so, but and 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 the thing that I like, really had never um focused on before watching this. so this the one of the beautiful things about this film is that Act one is beautiful and bright and colorful and funny, and this behind the scenes look at this thing that these people love to do. And Act two is fucking devastating. yeah. um, and the transition of him. From the beginning of the movie yeah. to the end of the movie is like, what? Yeah. Like.
1: I, I, I mean, it's, <laughs> such a, it's such a, like, elemental kind of primal, like, movie story of a, a rise and fall in show business. That's, yeah. like, a thing. Yeah. That star is born. That's, like, a thing that we've seen mm-hmm. a million times, like, in it, from the beginning of movies, it feels like. Right. And it's, it's. Magic Mike, and it's you know it's like all these things. Um, I can't think of a single other. Example, no, but, but but yeah. I'm never not thinking about the movie Magic Mike. Clearly. But um, but I think that like the way that it's told here is so fun and good and efficient and like and epic kind of yeah you know what i mean it feels yeah. like an epic tale
0: yeah and I, and I remember going into it too thinking like oh this movie's so long it didn't feel long no, it, it is long but no, it didn't feel it fucking long
1: moves i mean yes that scene so there's the first shot which is a tracking shot through the club and you learn yeah. you learn about everybody in that shot yeah which is incredible yeah that's like how you do that Yep. and then the it ends with eye contact between jack horner and eddie yeah and dirk and then uh, that's it. That's the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then Jack comes back and is like, you got gold in your pants. Right. And that's, like, we're off to the races. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's not there's not really, like, any wasted time in this. And I know no. that he shot a lot more and, like, got it down to this. And I'm sure the first cut was fucking four hours oh long. Oh, my and, like, God, yeah. All that stuff. But it fucking moves. It moves. It, like, it, really, it does. really does. It really does. The way... Uh, so, le- real. I mean, we have to talk about Philip Seymour Hoffman. Real we quick. do, we do. Bef- like before we do that, yeah, okay.
0: I just want to really quickly talk about a couple of my like favorite scenes, right? Yeah. So, first one, you fucking know, I love a good fight. And there's a fight that he has with his mother, who's played by Joanna Gleason, which I was very excited about the first time I watched this. I was like, "Oh, it's the Baker's wife." Oh, that's <laughs> she funny. plays the Baker's wife in the original Broadway cast. I didn't know that, and I, I mean, was I'm like, "Into the woods." Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, "So I was. I just remember when I saw it the first time. I was like, oh, it's the Baker's wife.' I don't. I probably didn't say it out loud because I was like, literally, no one else knows what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. But anyway, there's a scene where he. Um, you know, he's leaving his home or whatever. And she's just screaming at him. Like, you're a fuck up. You you," like, he's like, I'm getting my stuff. She's like, you didn't pay for any of this. Like you're, why you such a scrub? Like, blah, blah. And he says to her, he says, stop being mean to me. And I, I like, Oh my God, it's devastating. And her performance too is like, like, so they fight and he runs out of the house and just like both of them are giving these incredible, incredible performances. Right. Just like her so clearly just like – like she's in this movie for maybe five minutes total and I, you know her entire backstory yeah. of just like her not knowing – how to raise this kid Yeah, and her not knowing what to do with this kid. Like she's a line earlier where she's like, you go to this job, you go to that job. School never occurred to you. You know what I mean? And it's just like, you well, see she
1: delivers that line. She says school never occurred to you. And then you see in her eyes, her like catching herself. Right.
0: Like, why did I say that? Yeah,
1: exactly. Like there's like a half a beat of just like, of like, I don't really know what I'm, why I'm so angry right now. Yeah. Which I, it, it is like heartbreaking and deep and, She's also like a monster and terrifying, right? But also, like if you're a parent, you're like, oh yeah, I've like freaked out at my kid, right? For no you before. just
0: you have, you've like, lost like, it and been like, why did I do right.
1: that? Why did why am I mad um, at this at the person I love the most? Like, right? You
0: know. And she and she's just so unable to connect with him and like like obviously doesn't want him to leave and yeah. just like and you get all of that in this like fucking sixty second fight that they well, have. Well, on the, and
1: on, I'm sure I think on paper that fight. Probably sucks. Like not that right. all Thomas Anderson can't write, like I've Right, no, him, seriously. But it's just so like zero to sixty and like oh, I hate you, I hate you. Right. I mean, but that line when he says, Please just don't be mean to me. Oh my god. Like, oh my god, like I'm gonna that, weep. Well, because that's the thing, is that he's Mark Wahlberg is so perfectly cast and the movie's so good because he's a kid. Yeah. He's still a kid. Yeah. And it's, like, he's 17 when the movie starts. Yeah. And he gets into porn and whatever. But, like, Mark Wahlberg, he's jumping on the bed with his girlfriend and stuff. Like yeah. He's a, he's a little boy. And it's so good and it's so, like, and he, that's why he, him fighting with his mom is, like, yeah, he's, like, please just don't be mean to me. Please like, don't be And that's why the whole movie is about him finding this family. Yeah. And, you know, that's why Amber, played by Julianne Moore, is, like, oh, he's my son. I mean, she just says it, like, yeah. you know, over and over Yeah, again. It's, like, he's my other son. Right and it's like we are a family. <laughs> this, I am the mommy, he is the daddy and you are the baby. But like, it like
0: works so it's so perfect for her character though. Yeah, like it it's is. just so there's this weird thing where it's like yeah, and 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 almost any other situation saying it and not showing me is annoying and for some reason it works in this film and because I don't it does know show why. You also. It
1: just shows you every yeah every couple yeah, of
0: yeah. Um Wait, I, I have two more scenes that I have to talk about okay. really quickly. The second scene that I love is when uh the when Eddie meets Reed Rothschild, played by John C. Riley. Yeah. Oh yeah. It is this the most adorable pissing contest you've ever seen in your life where John C. Riley is asking him what he benches, what do you squat, he like makes him a margarita. Like it's just it's so it's so perfect, the two of them playing off each other in this little boy, like what do you bench? What do you bench? Yeah. But there's also like so much love happening and so much like like John C. Riley's character is clearly threatened by this new kid coming in, right. but also can't help but like wanna be his friend. Like it's yeah. immediately just like we're, did we just become best friends? Yep. Like it's Which it's is, that it's that scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's that scene, but like in a porn setting. Right.
1: Well also that seems one shot. Like it's one yes. uncut shot. Yes! Of just and so often of just direct. It's, like well, it's right. yeah. And especially like in post kind of and I don't mean this as a I was gonna say slur, that's not what I mean. A dig. I don't I don't mean this as a dig, but in like post apatow kind of world yeah. it's like how many Long extended shots of like Melissa McCarthy vamping, just on going something. off the rails, yeah, right. And the thing that is, can be very funny, but sometimes it's like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but like, here, you know, I mean, the movie is so crafted, and then to have this thing where it's like, it just stops for a minute with no cuts, and they're just kind of, I mean, it does feel improv, like some of it, you yeah. Know what I mean, like, I think John C. Riley, like, is it like, is making, is like. And obviously, Mark Wahlberg is too. He's like playing along, but, but like, yeah, yeah. I think they are improving some of that, yeah, a little bit, like or just or at least like making you know kind of making it their own in a real way, yeah. Um, and so it's very cool that that is like one uncut shot, also, like yeah. it just feels very real,
0: yeah. It's very cool. My third and final scene, favorite scene that I will talk about is the scene uh, in the donut shop.
1: The do- with our with makes our, it Christmas. With
0: our favorite line.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what makes us... That whole sequence at the end is Christmas time. So that's what makes this a Christmas movie. Yes. And Don Cheadle... Did you want to do it? <laughs> no, you can do it. You do it. Okay, Don Cheadle goes in to the donut shop. His pregnant wife, played by Melora Walters, is in the car. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, picking up... He's just picking up donuts from the case. And he says to the, the guy behind the counter... He goes, He sees the ones that have like Santa painted on, painted <laughs> like in frosting on yeah. them, and he goes, "Oh, this is cute. Did, did you do this for the Christmas?" <laughs> and did you do
0: this for the Christmas? I don't.
1: I don't know why, but just the way it just has burned in my brain. <laughs> did you do this for the Christmas? Did you do this for the Christmas? Um, it's incredible. It's incredible. And then that scene is so great. Is
0: so great. Um. Because... Uh, I'm going to spoil it.
1: Okay. I'm going to spoil and it. also, it has come at a point in the movie where horrible things are happening to everyone. Every single person. Everyone yeah. is being punished at it is this the, point in the movie.
0: It is the climax of the downfall. Right, exactly. Of Act 2 Which of is this like, film.
1: exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to spoil it, so I will put a, a jump ahead if you have not seen Boogie Nights, because you should see Boogie Nights, and this scene should not be spoiled, because it is... It's great. Um, so I'll put that here. Hello. If you don't want it spoiled, go on and skip ahead about two minutes. Um, so he goes into the donut shop. It's late at night. He goes to the donut shop. There's one other guy sitting at a table and there's the kid behind the counter. He's ordering his donuts. Another kid comes in with a gun. Give me all of the money from the cash register. Um, and Don Cheadle... Oh, my God. It's like he, the terror, like, it's it's just so perfect. Yeah, he's, like, shaking and terror. Yes, he's shaking and, and yes. Um, and then the guy goes, give me the money from the safe, too. The kid behind the counter goes to get the money from the safe. And out of the corner of his eye, Don Cheadle sees the guy who's sitting there pull out a gun. And he says, no, 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 don't do that. And the guy... Gunman, the robber turns him and says, shut up, shut up. So he doesn't see this guy at the table, pull out his gun. And then it's just one of those things where the guy shoots the robber, the robber shoots the guy back, the guy falls and shoots the cashier. So everyone is dead and there's a bag of money sitting on the floor and Don Cheadle is covered in blood and shaking. And it's this, he makes the split second decision to take the money and run because he's got a kid on the way. He wants to open the stereo store Et cetera, et cetera, whatever. Yeah. And it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, it's, you know, a kind of a classic moral dilemma thing. And it's just, there's like a shot of his face as he makes the decision to take the money. And it, but it's, I, it, it's just so good. Like, yeah, I don't even really know what to good. say about it other than like, it's just so good. The shot of his face Covered in blood, registering what's yeah. happening, and making the decision to take the money is just like, holy
1: shit. It's so good.
0: It's so good. Those are my, I think, three favorite
1: scenes in this film. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I, I feel the need to very quickly go through all my notes. Quickly. All of them? Well,
0: we haven't talked about Philip Seymour Hoffman yet. Right.
1: Okay, Philip Seymour Hoffman plays Scotty. He's like a, a assistant. Kind of there? Yeah, he's the, a sound on, guy. Oh, he's a sound guy. You're right. That's exactly right. Because he's... <laughs> what?
0: Scotty, roll sound.
1: Well, he's also like... He goes and gets... Fetch, I'm thinking of it because he goes and fetches Mark Wahlberg from this dressing room. Oh, yeah. And walks him in this long, uncut shot to yeah. the set for that first porn sequence. Yeah. And while he's doing it, Philip, Philip Seymour Hoffman is doing this thing where he's holding a clipboard. The clipboard has a pen stuck in the top of it. And he's like hol- holding the clipboard too tightly to himself. Yeah. And keeps putting the pen in his mouth. Yeah. And it's just like it's just one of those actor things where you're like, I don't mean to think about him as an actor because it's such a good performance. Yeah. But it's one of those actor things where you're like, oh, that's so cool. Like, yeah. He's like doing a thing, and it feels very real, and it feels like kind of unintentional. like that, like it's um, uh, unconscious that Scotty's doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? But
0: it's so, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's so clear. What his motivation is in this very simple way of just like he's in love with this guy, right. he's Scotty's attracted in love to this with guy. Dirk. And yeah, so. and there's like, but there's and there's only one moment when they're walking through that whole shot where uh, Dirk gets in front of him and you see Scotty's eyes like dip down, <laughs> yeah, and that's it. And right. it's and it's compl- and it's you almost miss it, um, but yeah, it's this the the pen thing is so perfect because it's just this like. It so perfectly conveys his entire motivation, uh, and just like it's beautiful, right? It's a beautiful, and I think that
1: and like uh, Eddie slash Dirk fighting with his mom and Don Cheadle in the in the donut shop. Like the thing about the movie is that they're all like just scared kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're all just people, and they're and I think that's the thing I really thinking about at this time uh-huh. because you know there's a there's a thing like thinking about it where i was thinking oh is this not you know how do i put this is this movie punishing everyone for doing porn you Mm. know what i mean all of its characters like facing kind of adversity and like essentially in the second act just being like demolished right for their involvement in porn right I don't think so. I don't because, think so because
0: it's not the porn that takes
1: them down. Right, exactly. Because it's not the porn that takes them down. It's the drugs that take them down.
0: Right. It's the drugs and, and the inflated ego and the, you know. Right, but it's
1: never. There's the, never the
0: Sorry, the, the the unwillingness to change.
1: Right, exactly. And there's never a part in the, like the, the sex in the movie is like, I mean, sex is kind of almost an afterthought. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's. It was probably formative for me to see and probably formative for a lot of people to see like I think at the time it was kind of probably pretty revolutionary to have such a big movie about porn performers as people for sure, you know what I mean like
0: and there are a lot of um actual porn actors in the film, oh, yeah, including William H Macy's character's wife is an act, oh, yeah.
1: is, a, is a porn star. oh got it yeah. okay um and I think it's easy to take that for granted about the movie now, yeah, but like. They, the movie has such empathy for all these people. Yeah. And even though it, like, it's, like, it doesn't feel like the hand of God is, like, punishing them all for right. doing yeah. porn.
0: Yes, exactly. Even though
1: the second act is all fucking... Is a nightmare. ...nightmare for yeah. everyone. Yeah. Um. But there's a couple things I want to... Okay, just... here's what we should do. Rapid fire, both of us
0: should go through our notes.
1: Okay. So go. I love it. Oh, should I, Do we trade off? No. Okay. Do you want me to go first? No, 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 no. I'll go.
0: I can go first if you want. Oh, you, okay, I'm you not, go I'm first. Happy. Okay,
1: okay. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, rapid okay. okay, rapid fire. Rapid okay. fire. The way that Jack Horner is written, the way his dialogue is written, is uh, It's infuriating that this movie was written by like a twenty-five-year-old uh-huh. because the way his dialogue written is is written is so funny and so like, oh yeah, that's like an old guy who's been in like any business for a long time he just like talks yeah he says he refers to money as the good old american green stuff <laughs> he says he tells dirk like oh yeah we're gonna get your juices flowing in the mr torpedo area or whatever like <laughs> it's just insane
0: burt reynolds um, like hates this by the way he didn't want oh i it. know yeah this a whole it's, thing it's i was gonna crazy. say if you watch the commentary then obviously you know that but like yeah. Holy shit. Anyway, uh, go yeah, on. I
1: didn't mean like, yeah, I know. Why are you talking to me about No, this?
0: no, no, no. No, and, and, and sorry, just, I go. you know go ahead. Go okay, finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Why does it feel like we're on cocaine right now? I <laughs> don't no. um, uh,
0: We're not, by the way.
1: We're not. We're so not. There's a scene where William H. Macy is, there, there's a lot of party scenes. It's yeah. like built around these party scenes. Right. That each one is has its own kind of twists and turns in it. The scene where William H. Macy is talking to Ricky J., Love when Ricky Jay shows up in a movie. By the way, great, iconic. Yeah, um, talking to Ricky Jay in the parking lot about like the lighting package for the next shoot. Yeah, and his wife is having sex in the background uh, while a bunch of guys stand around and watch. And, bunch of people. There's a woman there too. Yeah, and there's um uh it's it's another long extended uncut shot of just whatever. And I remember this from the commentary. William H Macy. He's like, can we talk about this later? Yeah. Like, my wife has a fucking ass in her cock out in the driveway, and you want to talk about this? (laughs) Yeah. And that was, like, not scripted that way, obviously. Yeah, he flubbed the line. He flubbed the line. Yeah. And I just love... Like, it's so great that that's in there. Yeah. Because, like, he's flummoxed. Right. He's upset. He said, my wife has an ass in her cock. (laughs) Like, that makes sense. Um, I love that. It's so great. Uh, The, uh, Let's see. Clipboard and pen we talked about. It's a movie about making a movie. Oh, and the porn movie that they're shooting in the first scene is also about making a movie. Like they're yeah he's auditioning for a scene. For a porn. So it's like a weird I love that. Yeah. Um the woman who plays I let me look up her name. The woman who plays Becky Barnett.
0: Becky Barnett?
1: Yeah. Who has her a style. What's her style? Oh called? we'll get oh,
0: we'll get to okay, it. Great. Save it.
1: It's in my notes. Um, let me find her name really quick because she's so good and I just don't know her from anything else. Yeah. Uh, and of course it's not coming up.
0: That scene where she's at the party and introducing herself to the guy and she he, she like he's like what's your name and she says it all sexy she's like Becky Barnett and he's like what and she's like Becky Barnett yes. <laughs> and it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um Nicole Ari Parker. Oh. She's great. She was in remember the Titans apparently.
0: Oh yeah. Um
1: I didn't know her for much else, but she's incredible in this movie. It's just yeah. a person I had not really, like, noticed before, like, because it's such an iconic cast, and I was like, hey, that woman's great, too. Yeah. I don't know her. You want it to be clean, don't you? <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman not fitting into his pants in the sequ- oh. in the dress-up sequence is great. It's so he's, He just gives a little, like, meh. Oh. This movie could have been so bad. It's aping <laughs> Scorsese, but also Altman. But it's doing its own thing too. There's um so many jokes in the movie. Like it's like it's such a serious movie. Yeah. And then fucking uh Jack Horner's watching the cut of Angels Live in My Town, which is the <laughs> uh porn they made with where he plays Chess Rockwell, or is that that's the other guy? Oh god. What's his character's name?
0: Oh god, Chess Rockwell and his name is my god i can't Brock look. landers brock, brock, landers. Landers. brock landers.
1: landers um where they're they made this like fake like cop thing and it sucks but uh jack horner's watching the cut of angels live in my town and the line is like time to get some of that saturday night beaver and, <laughs> and then they cut to jack horner and he says this is the best work we've ever done <laughs> And I was like, that's fucking hilarious like that's a joke you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's like a like a goofy joke. Yeah. It's great, and it's just but it's just played so serious. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Philip Baker Hall has a line where he says, "It's so funny." This is this is how these two movies relate: Last Holiday and this movie is that they both have iconic lines about butter. <laughs> because Philip Baker oh, yeah. Philip Baker Hall has a line when he's selling Jack Warner on the concept of videotape, yeah. and he goes, "Hey." I like butter in my ass and lollipops pops in, in my, my mouth. mouth. But hey, that's just me. That's just something I enjoy. <laughs> Fucking what? What? It's so funny.
0: So funny.
1: Um, I wrote down, I, like the part where I was tearing up earlier, uh-huh. I wrote down, I will never make a movie on videotape. And then I just wrote next to it, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because I was so. Wow. Whatever. The fight scene with Burt Reynolds, where, like, there's the break between Dirk Diggler and and Jack Horner. Yeah. Around the pool, where, like, uh, Dirk is like, I'm ready to go now. And. Because he's hopped up on cocaine. He's on cocaine. Yeah. That scene is so good, and Burt Reynolds looks so fucking actually mad. Yeah. Which, like, I get that they're actors. Right. And he's just. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I, was like,
0: I literally have that exact note about like, oh, Burt Reynolds. Looks like he's
1: going to fucking kill him right yeah. now. Yeah. Um,
0: I have that exact same note about Burt Reynolds. I
1: wrote down, cocaine seems bad. <laughs> I wrote down John Bryan's score. I love it so much. Yeah. My final thing. Yes. I always struggle with the Alfred Molina sequence, the Rahad Jackson sequence. Yeah, it's a weird one. Because the movie one. fucking kind of ends. And, and it doesn't end it's just like and it's like you know it, it bad stuff is happening to everybody but it like happens in a bad stuff happens to everybody in a big way yeah and then there's also it's like feels like the movie's pretty much over yeah and then there's a 15 minute sequence of just a different thing yeah where uh Dirk and uh Reed Read Riley and their other friend, who you've barely met, but who's like a guy, a uh, exotic dancer or whatever, right?
0: Who he, is they, a real troublemaker. Yeah,
1: they go to like sell Alfred Molina uh, cocaine, but like they're cutting it with a bunch of stuff, and they're gonna like
0: they put baking soda right. in the bag. Yeah, oh, that's all. To, it, yeah, you're right. Yeah.
1: That's all it is. Um, because they're broke. Because they're broke and they're on cocaine. And yeah, they're like whatever. So they, it's like a heist, little heist, mini heist that they have planned, and then when they get there. Alpha Molina's fucking hopped up on whatever. It's, it's this insane environment, and it all goes to immediate shit. Yeah. And it's like, we were already a lo- at a low point, and now we're at the lowest of the low points for yeah. these characters. Yeah. And... Um, that sequence is just weird structurally. Like it's like it fifth, it's like the whole movie's moving, 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 and then it's like you stop for fifteen minutes to do this other thing.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And I have always struggled with like what is going on here. Why did I never? It's not enjoyable to watch no. for me. No. Um, but I mean, this time I was like, I mean, it makes sense that it's not enjoyable. Right. Like for what's going on, none of it is enjoyable by that yeah. point in the movie. But like. I was like, oh, you know what? This does feel probably like being like on drugs in a place you don't want to be in. Yep. You know what I mean? Which is like such a yep. basic fucking thing. Yeah. But like, you don't know what's going on. You don't know why you're stuck here. There's like, I mean, the, the, like the audio, the Rahad Jackson, Alfred Molina is like playing music so loud and the soundtrack gets louder. Like, yeah. Like, it's definitely louder than the Jesse's rest of the Girl movie. Jessie's Girl, and
0: what's the other song? Uh,
1: Motorin. Yes. Is that what it's called?
0: Yeah, and fun, fun fact about those two songs is that, so Alfred Molina is British, mm-hmm. and those songs were not popular in the UK, so he didn't know them. Oh, that's funny. So, like, in the week before he shot, he just listened to both of those songs over and over and that over again sense, so yeah. that
1: he could be familiar with yeah. them. Yeah, I mean, he's, like, doing the drums and stuff. And, yeah. And there's, like, his... his Man, friend is walking around like lighting off firecrackers the entire time. Yeah. Which is so fucking unpleasant. So
0: jarring. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Um, it's a pretty incredible like sequence. Yeah. I I kind of hate it, but I kind of love it. You yes. Know what I
0: mean? Yes. And I, so. When will it end? When will <laughs> it end? So I'll start at the, my, la- that's one of my last notes as well, obviously, because it's at the end of the movie, but um, it just so perfectly portrays like, because I hate it too and I'm so uncomfortable too and I don't have experience with being on drugs and being somewhere I don't want to be but I have definitely had experience with being somewhere I don't want to be and it so perfectly conjures those moments from like specifically high school where it's like your friend drove you to this guy's house and you're sitting in this dark basement with a bunch of people you don't fucking know and you're like When will this end? Right,
1: exactly, one hundred
0: percent. I want to go home. It's
1: that times a million. (laughs)
0: Yes, it's so perfectly. I want to go
1: home, and then that's what leads him to like go fucking home. home. Yeah, like at the end, and what home is at that point. Holy shit! Oh god.
0: Okay, rapid fire my notes.
1: Hold on. I'm not telling you rapid fire. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, rapid fire.
1: Rapid fire. I'm not pressuring you.
0: (laughs) Okay, rapid fire my notes. I already said the thing about Baker's Wife. Uh, obviously the best soundtrack ever. Why is Mark so good in this? Fun fact, it was meant to be Leonardo DiCaprio. Right,
1: which... Oof, bub-oof. Which, like, I'm Leonardo DiCaprio, great actor, would have been a great movie I'm still, I'm sure... Different
0: movie. Dif- so different. Right. So different. Um, apparently Reynolds didn't want to do it. He turned it down about seven times. And then I literally wrote, like, I know it's acting, but damn. yeah, Because he, he puts in such an incredible performance. And I'm like, you're trying to tell me this man didn't want to be there? Right. Like, it's just wild. It's wild. Um, <laughs> when Roller Girl takes her romper off, holy shit. Because there's a scene where she's going, it's like, she's... Her first like sex scene or whatever, and she's wearing this romper that is, it's one piece. It's a romper, but it like ties in the front. So she unties it, and then the whole thing just like lifts off her body, and it's just this like, wait, what happened? Yeah. and she's very beautiful, and it's just like, oh, 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 my god! It makes me very flustered. Yeah, um, and not so fun fact: this, I mean, like. She made Heather Grant, made this movie, and then could not book a job because of the nude scene. And only started booking jobs again when Mike Myers gave her a chance with Austin Powers.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And that's like, are you fucking like, we're it makes me so angry. It makes me so angry. Like, were you watching? She's so good in this.
1: (sighs) Anyway, that's insane.
0: Um, please don't be mean to me. Ah, um, okay. Mm-hmm. Becky Barnett. She has this scene where she's having this conversation with Don Shields character about uh, John Shields character. Whose name is Buck Swope, by the way. Swope right. is my middle name. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, and, uh, about his like look. Cause he has this whole cowboy thing going on and right. it, and everyone's like, this is weird. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, and, She's like, you got to get a new look. And he's like, you get a new look. She says, I have a look. <laughs> Chocolate love. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Which is the name of my first car yeah. because of this film. Yeah. Love it. Um, Chocolate love. Uh. What do you bench seen? is perfection. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman just immediately breaks my heart, even the way he walks into the party. Yeah, he like walks in, he turns his head to the side, he's squinting, he zeroes in on Eddie, and it's just like... You you watch him fall in love mm-hmm. in a second, and yeah. it's so beautiful. Um, Julian Moore in in the porn scene, I'm screaming. Yeah. So the scene where it's Eddie's first scene, she's yeah. like she's oh, playing yeah. like casting agent, and so like they start this scene, and that's the other thing about Marky Mark's uh, fucking performance is that like he's so good, and then he has to do this scene where he's like playing a bad actor and that is actually something that's difficult to do and he's so good at it, and she's so good at it, yeah. and it's so fucking funny. And then I wrote, The kissing is so Aki's though. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of Aki's kissing. Tom Lank is in this. Tom Lank from Buffy the Vampire Slayer is in it. And he's like, he's like, you know, he's like it's like towards the end, like the downfall is happening, and they bring uh the the, the colonel brings the colonel brings kids. like new blood. Yeah. And I was like, is that Tom Lank? And you were like no. And I was like, I think it is. And yeah. I looked it up, and holy shit, it's Tom Lank. There he is. Um, Oh, these characters learn nothing by the end, and it's really interesting. I think that's one of the things I love the most about this film is that none of them learn anything. They don't learn anything. They go through this insane hardship, yeah. and then he goes home again. To shoot another porn.
1: Well, right, but I mean, that's that's what I love about it is that it's not like oh we learned that porn was bad, right? It was like oh we learned that this is our family. Yeah, but it's just like like, it's such a weird. Learned it, but right?
0: It's just I'm going back home again. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's It's not the movie is so not about porn. Yeah, like, but it's also not. But
0: it's also not. I don't think that any of them stop doing drugs either. Like they don't learn they. They don't learn anything. It's crazy. <laughs> like I, like I, Don Cheadle's character, spoiler, gets away with a huge
1: thing. Right, but he he gets he gets to. I mean, he doesn't. It, I don't feel like he like his arc was ever. Is he ever? Is he going to steal or not or something like that? Well, but, no.
0: But he does something that's objectively morally wrong and just gets away that? with it.
1: Yes. To take that money.
0: Yes. Who's it hurting? To steal money? You're right. That's why it's interesting because who is it hurting? But to steal money, yes, on a base level, stealing money no, is of wrong. Of course,
1: of course. But I <laughs> but I think like but I don't think I yeah, I mean, I guess the movie's not concerned with like learning or lessons right. or anything, which is what you're saying. Yes. Exactly.
0: It's just like a it's just like a crazy thing because these characters go through such a journey. Yeah. But it's not about learning a lesson. There is no right. lesson
1: to be learned. Right, it's which just, is exactly what's so great about it. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Like, that's all. It's interesting. I find yeah. it interesting uh, from like an acting standpoint. Yeah, because yeah, like yeah. one of the first things they teach you in Acting 101 is, what is this character's journey?
1: And it's right. like, well, but how think, is this character think,
0: different at the end than they are at the beginning? And I don't know how different these characters are.
1: I think it's possible that Dirk Diggler does not do as much cocaine anymore. I think that's
0: possible. Sure. But I think
1: he's going, he's going back to be with his family where yes, there's cocaine, there's whatever, all these bad things. But I think the influence of that family on each other is like, like, I mean, it's, You know, that the spoiler alert or whatever, but, like, we're just talking about it. The last sequence Mm -hmm. of Burt Reynolds walking through the house Mm -hmm. and, like, Roller Girls, he's like, can you clean your room? Yeah. And shit. Yeah. And it's, like, and he goes and hugs Julianne Moore. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's, like, oh, this is, like, nuclear 1950s, like, family. Yeah. At this point. You know what I mean? This is, like as traditional as traditional gets, yeah. it just happens to be none of these people are actually related to each other and they work in the porn industry. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think the they're not a lesson. I agree with you. Yeah. But it's like the journey is towards like, oh, we're good for each other as a family. Yeah. like sure. we have to be together. If we're not, if we're not together, we're fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to cry.
0: <laughs> anyway, we really like
1: booking Nights, you guys. <laughs> so, uh, it feels like just talking about like, like it's like it's like Boogie Nights. It's not even like my favorite movie or something. Because right?
0: It, it wasn't on your top ten because
1: it's just like oh yeah, that's like the best movie. Like, right? It's like you know boogie, I mean? yeah, duh. Yeah, I'm not gonna say like Boogie Nights. Like boogie every, nights, every, every saying,
0: it's like saying you like
1: the Beatles. Right? Exactly. Exactly. One hundred percent. That's exactly what it's like. Um, yeah, Boogie Nights. Yeah, yeah, obviously the best movie.
0: Okay, is it available?
1: Great question. You can watch it on Fubo or Showtime. That is
0: wild. That is not more widely available. Right.
1: That is stupid. Also, fucking crazy and great, and and it makes sense because it's Paul Thomas Anderson or whatever. Uh-huh. But crazy that it hasn't been, like there's not like a fucking twelve episode Boogie Nights series. Oh, yeah. Crazy that there's not a Boogie Nights Broadway musical.
0: Well, because like oh my god, that would be so good. Oh, my God. That would be so incredible. Yeah, it
1: would be incredible. Shit. But also because it's funny because you were talking about acts or whatever. It's like, yeah, there's two acts. Yeah. Like, it's exactly. Like, it's like, it's not, I mean, most movies are, you know, the way people think about them anyway.
0: I know, like, you know exactly where act one ends. Yeah. I mean, like, it's structured that way. It's structured yeah. like a fucking musical. Oh, my God. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Holy shit. Uh, don't steal that. We're We're doing it. We're writing the boogie nights musical. Oh my god, that would be so good.
1: Yeah. Oh, it would be good. Shit.
0: Okay. Um and you' fucking
1: almost famous. Right. Do boogie nights. Do
0: boogie nights. It'd be way better. Holy shit. Who do we pitch this to?
1: I love how he brought this up. It's like, thank God there's not a fucking T V series. No, anymore.
0: and I'm like, no, let's fucking <laughs> go,
1: bro. Like What do we do? I don't know, because I'm not, I love
0: boogie nights, but I'm not letting last holiday go. All right, we keep both of them. We gotta spin the wheel. Yeah, spin the wheel. Hold on. We're getting the wheel. It's got, it was made by, lovingly by my brother, and it's got all of the rules on it that we currently have in rotation, and.
1: For when we don't wanna get rid of one of our movies. Right,
0: Right. so we're gonna pick. Ready? Via the wheel. Let's hear it. (laughs) Hell yeah.
1: Okay. That is Allison Rule 1.
0: Allison Rule 1.
1: It says Which we is... have to get rid of a TV season instead if we want to keep
0: oh. one of
1: these.
0: Just one season? Yeah. like not a whole show?
1: No, just one season.
0: Oh, you know what we can get rid of? What? I know exactly what we can get rid of. What? We definitely have a season of Family Guy somewhere.
1: We have a lot of seasons of Family Guy. Yeah, I we can get
0: rid of a season yeah. of Family Guy.
1: <laughs> I think we did that already, too. Really? I think so. Really? Or I do like think... maybe we got rid of... like. I don't think we ever had a TV season come up. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, wrong. I don't know. Hold on, let me look. Let's search here real quick. <laughs> you know what? What we did this already. We did. We kept before the devil knows you're dead and Spy, uh-huh. episode seventy two, and we got rid of a season of Family Guy. You know what? We're getting rid of another season another season. You
0: know what? Let's get rid of another right. season. We're only holding on to Family Guy right now for this rules. Right? Exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so that's
0: the Allison rule number one. Great. Thank you, Allison. All right. Uh, goodbye, Family Guy season. Uh, and hello, Boogie Nights. And last holiday, hello, you will TA. stay yes. treasured in our collection. Now, okay, so here we are. We Last week we said we would discuss this, and we have discussed it. Um, because the problem we're running into with the new format of uh, Deathmatch every other week is that we have these special... Um, months where we're doing all spooky movies or all holiday movies. And then you end up with only a limited number of those films. And that's a bummer. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to shoot for this episode is coming out on the 8th of December. uh, And then the other two Thursdays in December before Christmas are the 15th and the 22nd. We are going to shoot to do holiday death matches for both of those. Um, right. And then do a mini-sode on the 29th. But I'm not going to lie to you. It's
1: a busy time.
0: It's a, it's a lot. Uh, we, we talk a big game over here. Right. But, uh, and it's a busy, busy time. And we're going to be on another podcast coming up soon. Right. Where we have to watch another movie. So I don't know if we're going to have time. But. We'll tell you about that when it happens. Yeah, obviously. Um, but uh, so we're going to pick the next matchup. We think it will come out on the 15th. And uh, won't that be great? Won't that be great. All right. So let's pick the next matchup. Yeah. Hey, Siri. Mm-hmm. Pick a number between one and 60.
1: A random number between one and 60 is five. Five. Cinco. Is the movie Bad Santa?
0: Ooh. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. I mean, save it for the pod, but I... Have, anytime I hear that title, there's a very specific thing that happens in my brain, and I it's know weird. know
1: what it is, and we'll talk <laughs> about it next week.
0: We really will. We really will. All right. Let's see what's going up against it. Hey, Siri. hmm Pick a number between 1 and 60.
1: A random number between 1 and 60 is 2. Dos. Two. A Charlie Brown Christmas.
0: What? Know it.
1: Know it.
0: <laughs> Come on now. Um
1: wow well we watch that every fucking year we do and we will watch it again we, we will watch wa- it twice this year we'll watch it again yeah
0: that's our it's our tradition we watch it on christmas eve every year yeah we do okay all
1: right that's fun that yeah, very wholesome and very uh not wholesome not wholesome Not your grandpa's santa not your not bad grandpa's bad santa <laughs> Alright, anyway, oh boy, oh boy, I'm oh boy. Very tired. It's
0: late. Um, great. So uh, as we said, hopefully that matchup will be coming out on the fifteenth. Yeah. Um Great. So look forward to that, I suppose. It's gonna be great. Hey! Thank you so much for listening, especially if you got this forward D V D death match in all the places. We got the Insta, we got the Twitter, we got the Gmail, we got the World Wide Web, and I hope that you I hope that you find some cozy in your life this week. Whether that be Mm -hmm. via last holiday or uh, getting together with your chosen family, come back next time. See who survives. DVD DVD. Deathmatch. Hold on. Funny, dumb story. So two things that happened to me today. One, I was in the kitchen. I was like organizing the food. I went down to the freezer. I pulled out a thing and I and it was um, like it was like a s- stuff I'd frozen right, that in cubes, so I needed to put it into a bag. And I go to label the bag, and I could not come up with the name of what it was. And it was one of those moments where you really feel like, oh, this is it. This is the beginning of the end. Because it's like, I know I know what it is, but my brain will not conjure the word. And I stood in the kitchen, and I finally Googled the restaurant melting pot because I couldn't think of the word fondue. And oh. it was so sad. It was so sad. And I was laughing at myself in the kitchen. Flash forward to like an hour later, listening to my dad wrote a porno podcast, and they are debating whether or not tintinabulation is a word. Okay. Do you
1: and we know it's a word? Do you remember? Do you know why we know it's a word? Yeah, from that song that we did in high school, the bells, which I know the entirety of the tinting
0: ovulation that so musically wells from the bells, 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 and I was like, what is what is my brain that I can conjure the entire lyrics and melody from a song that we sang in. Two thousand, yeah. But I, it took me twenty minutes to come up with fondue.
1: Well, like five minutes ago, literally five minutes <laughs> ago, I was playing a Star Wars video game with.
0: You were our playing daughter. a Star War.
1: I was doing a Star Wars.
0: Doing a Star War
1: with our daughter. Well, she was watching me. I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't playing with her. No. Although she's off playing it now. Yeah. But um, and I, I'm like, I think you play most of this game as Darth Vader's. Something and I can't <laughs> what I can't th- I don't, don't tell me. Mm-hmm. I can't think of what the opposite of a mentor is like the word I'm looking for. Mm. And I want to say, I, I, I don't have it. Like,
0: can I wager a guess? Sure, apprentice
1: that's the word. Okay, I was gonna try to come up with it. Oh, I'm sorry, it's okay. Damn it. <laughs> That No, but that, like, I never came up with it. You had to Google, I had to ask you. So, essentially, like... Our
0: brains are mush.
1: Yeah, this podcast is going to be, like, a real-time window into our (laughs) slowly progressing dementia. We
0: can't make any new memories. No. It's only lyrics from high school songs.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Okay. Well, should we start?
1: Yeah, I know all the fucking lyrics to The Bad Touch by the Bloodhound Gang, so... (laughs) That's wonderful. (laughs) Yikes.